This is a HeadGum Podcast. Autobots roll on in. <laughs> that was the original one. Autobots go ahead and roll on in. What was that meaning like? What we should call the bad guys? The auto. The, well, the oh, those robots. are the good guys. Those are the good guys. Yeah, Autobots. Yeah, yeah. Decepticons. Decepticons. I think that's the greatest name for anything. It's so funny because it's like Decepticons. That name right away is already. Those are bad guys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or trying real hard to make you think they're good guys. <laughs> like if a, if someone came over and said, hi, my name is uh, John Raffle, and uh, I work for the Decepticons, and I would like to make a deal <laughs> with you. <laughs> I'm here on behalf of the Decepticons. And I'd like to We make... want to dig around in your backyard for a little bit. <laughs> I'd like to give you $10,000 for no reason. <laughs> yeah. And I will... <laughs> <laughs> and that's just for you and your family to have. Yeah, to have. And then when we come around in a month or so <laughs> and we need to use your have... backyard for holes, <laughs> <laughs> we need a spare room to, for our boys to do their work. Yeah. Then then you're cool with it. Yeah. From the Decepticons. It's funny because <laughs> they, they, did they come up with Autobots first? They were like, ooh, these robots turn into cars. What do we call them? Ooh, they're like auto, they're like. They're like auto, automobile robots. Automobots. How's ooh, automobots? I love automobots. Let's write that down. There's a couple too many syllables. What about carbots? Shut up, Gary. Get the fuck out of here. With your carbots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what else we got, boys? Uh, we got. Automatic ooh. bots. What about carbots? <laughs> Write it down. I, I'll write it down. <laughs> I like the amount of syllables. Put it, it on has. the put it on the whiteboard. That's okay. What about cots? Cots. Cots are already bad beds. Cots are bad beds. You're right. That's no good. <laughs> what about um, row cars? Row cars? Yeah. Like cars that could also be boats. Isn't that just duck? The duck tours. That is those duck those duck cars. Duck yeah. tours. Duck tours. Wee <laughs> <laughs> and they're like and then so they finally re- l- l- they finally get to Autobots. Oh um, fuck, Autobots. That's so good. Yeah. Okay, so the Autobots are the good guys. What do we call the bad guys? Like deceptive they're robots. De- they're deceptive robots. Yeah. Evil the evil Deceptobots. Deceptobots is good. Deceptobots. Bring Gary back in here. Ask him what he thinks of Deceptobots. <laughs> Gary's been fired and he's no longer in the building. Gary's on the streets. Gary's on the streets. Street um, bots. It's so funny. Like why wouldn't why wouldn't they give the good guys a name that was obvious that they were good? Like good bots. Golden boys. Yeah. <laughs> good Golden bots. bots. What that, that was even there's good bots and bad bots. Pause bots. Pause Pause bots. Pause track. Helpful boys. <laughs> Helpful boys. Roll out. <laughs> it's just a group of like good old Southern boys who helps old ladies carry shit to their house. Yeah, yeah. Good old boss. Helpful boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I truly think Decepticons is is a, a beautiful evil guy name. It's a great evil guy name. It's just it's just like what is the other thing where you're like 
it's so obvious that the person is evil, but it's like everyone trusts him. Fuck. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I knew. Is there like a list? Let me see if there's like a, let me see if there's like a list, list of helpful names. <laughs> <laughs> like on good boy, helpful names.com. Uh, let's see. Obvious bad guys, six horror movie, bad guys. The best and worst, but the more bad guys. Uh, what are the best films where the bad guys win? Yeah, but like Freddy, that's like a good name. Yeah, Freddy's good. That's an aptly named boy. Man, there was one. There's one that has always bothered me. Oh, here we go. Obviously, evil is a TV trope. While you're doing that, can I ask? Oh, okay, yeah. So, okay, like Skeletor. Skeletor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you can't obvious bad guy. You can't fool someone into thinking Skeletor. Like, could you see like a a woman gets her purse snatched, like in a Spider Man at the beginning of a Spider Man, and then she's like, "Oh, thank you, Skeletor is here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never fear, Skeletor is Everyone's here. Like, Fuck. <laughs> yeah, Skeletor. Shit. How come skeletons are so scary? We all got them. Yeah, but they're they're buried deep. But we all have them. We all have all... weird sexual desires too. But those are scary because I they're guess buried that's true. Deep. That is scary. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. Is there a list of them? So it is a trope. What? That skeletons are scary. Uh, let's see. Uh, bloodbath. Creepy. Red skull. Red skull. Yeah. Ghost Rider is a good guy. Most of the time. Kind of rides by himself. The first is obviously evil behavior where the villains act in extremely vicious and unnecessary cruel fashion to heighten their evilness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are just... You know what a funny example of that is? Like the create a character mode on a wrestling game. When you're growing up, you definitely want a badass dude. Or no, no, no. Take wrestling out of it. Um, When people (laughs) think about their gamer tags at a young age, it's usually like death ninja. X, capital (laughs) X, lowercase X. Yeah, X, X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just little kids. Yeah. (laughs) Death, (laughs) Death star attack. 43. Tombstone 33X <laughs> XX. Capital straight X. Edge. Lowercase X. Death Wish. Lowercase X. Capital S. Straight Razor Edge. <laughs> Skateboarding Death Pizza. Cracks just has a, a list of um, bad guys with really obvious weaknesses, and they're saying Freddy Krueger can be taken out with some primo weed. <laughs> what the fuck? That is the very, that's a BuzzFeed thing, right? You said? That's uh, a very BuzzFeed answer to a question. <laughs> <laughs> what about some free fucking weed, eh? It says his obvious vulnerability is his power, aside from the occasional possession and mind control. Freddy can't really get you until you're in a deep sleep. So weed helps you not enter your REM. How else could a bunch of suburban teens possibly drug themselves into a temporary void by smoking a shit ton of weed? According to several studies and doctors, weed totally annihilates your REM sleep. That there means that all a tormented, tormented teen needs to do to avoid the janitor claw, the janitor claw, is save up for some killer golden leaf. Also, Pennywise is no match for Xanax. If you take a Xanax, you'll because you you get all worried. It reduces your fear. Yeah, and because it the Pennywise feeds off of fear. Uh huh. 
So on Xanax, it kind of reduces. Uh, you know what you could wear to not get caught by Pennywise? What's One that? of those shirts that look like muscles. <laughs> <laughs> or a shirt that just says no fear. <laughs> yeah. He starts creeping out of the sewer and then you're skateboarding in a no fear shirt. Like, <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, Pennywise comes around and is like, fuck, going back down. Wearing a no fear shirt. <laughs> not this one. I'm no match for this boy. <laughs> I'm really drooly today. Um, Dracula is a wuss is what these people are saying. Just daytime. Yeah. Avoid Dracula. Well, yeah. Why is anyone even around Dracula? Why is anyone like in an old castle? You know what's the end game? Because <laughs> it's <laughs> well, you don't want you wouldn't want to live in an old castle. Not for a, a billion dollars in a million years. They're saying for Jaws, all you got to do is just don't go to, into the water. Don't go into the water. Easy. Easy. Won't get caught by a robot shark if you don't go into the water. <laughs> a puppet shark. That's nice. Mike Myers <laughs> is a is a not a easily maybe run. <laughs> Michael Myers um, Go fast Michael Myers would be difficult Cause he's That bitch just shows up He's seemingly unstoppable Yeah uh-huh. You know who You know who is like literally It's Halloween We're in Halloween time Let's talk about Let's it Let's talk about We can talk about some ghouls and gablines Sure Um Oh man I just heard a child And it scared the shit out of me uh-huh. I was like oh man Are we haunted It doesn't want us to talk about ghouls It's too spooky Um Dual power. Let's see if I can find. Um, let's see if I can find something spooky here. Something spooky dot com. Let's see something spooky. Something spooky dot wave. <laughs> What's dot wave? Oh. <laughs> now I get it. I didn't get it before. Now I get it. One of the scariest movie villains to me, movie scaries, is the grudge oh, yeah. ghost. Yeah. And the reason why is because if you're That's how you play that instrument. Walking down a flight of stairs. Um All these crickets are dead. <laughs> Every cr- you're right, they are. I don't care when this is recorded; they're all dead. They've all been eaten by a bullfrog. You know they stomp these crickets out right after uh, they record them. This is that level in Castlevania where you can't beat it, and you just give up and never play it again. Oh, level one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is the so Samara? Is so scary. yeah, wow! You knew that that was her name. How'd you know that? Because when my hair's wet, people would call. Oh, me they do. Oh no, Samara is the ring girl. Oh, who am I thinking of? Um, Sudaku or Sudoku or what's the the Asian gal? Yeah, the 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 grudge. Oh, I was thinking of the ring versus the grudge. Let's see. Let's go to the Wikipedia. The grunge. So why don't you like her? Juon is the original film. It's called Juon the Grudge. Jumanji. It's a Japanese supernatural horror film. Um, the Juon franchise. Here we go. Juon, which I think is Juon means curse grudge. A little redundant. 
It's like a hip punch. Do you have a curse grudge? Call me now. We'll get this right off ya. Hi. I'm Joey Bones. I'm here to get this grudge, this curse grudge off ya. This is skeleton face. And no one thinks he's helpful because of it. Don't be. Don't be turned off by my skeleton face. There's a lot I can do to cover it up and make me seem more friendly to you, but I'm showing you who I really am <laughs> so I can gain your trust. You can see right through me. <laughs> I just want you to know where I'm coming from. Yes, I am a skeleton. Did you know you are also a skeleton underneath it? Anyway, look deep into my sockets and I'll make you a promise. <laughs> look into these dark sockets. Into these... <laughs> Terrifying holes. How am I making half these words without lips or a tongue? You decide. Um, Kayaka. Kayaka. Kayako. Just tell me why you don't like this person. Is her name. Her name is Kayako. Why is she scary? Well, because you cannot stop her. Uh -huh. She's an unstoppable demon, terrifying creature. She, okay. was, she was murdered under duress. Sounds like someone stopped her. In a jealous rage, the man murdered her. Uh huh. This poor woman, and she died. This is the this is the story of the grudge. She died with a deep and powerful rage, and so a curse was born in her death. And so she forever haunts this particular home. Uh huh. So anyone who sets foot into that home, yeah, is immediately fucked. So if you step into that house, yeah, you're you, goodbye, good night, good night, so, Irene. So what if you just don't step into the house? That's true. You don't you don't have to step into the house. Yeah, but in the in the movie world, it's like nobody believes that if you step into a house, you're fucked, unless you unless you bought a house that needs a lot of repairs and it wasn't worth the money you put into it. Can I ask you a question? Then you're really cursed. Trying to poke holes. Say I'm the mailman. Say I'm the mail woman. Yeah. And I open up the mail slot. And you stick a little mail in there. Stick a little mail in there, but uh-oh, what's your, happening to the first? Your hand went in. I think you're okay. Okay. She's she's like, that's just a mail. That's just a mail delivered. Yeah, she got real excited, and she's like, mm, just a hand? All right. <laughs> we're good. Somebody's about to pick up that mail. But point. if you were an asshole, and you were like, if there was like an open window, and you are like, hey, oh, guys. That's different. That's different. Here's the grudge house. Check this out. Ooh, am I inside? Ooh, am I outside? Ooh, am I inside? Am I gonna get cursed? It's just my hand in here. Ooh, like if you're a dick, uh -huh. you're gonna get cursed. You're gonna get cursed out. Yeah, but it's terrifying because once you step foot into that house, uh -huh. you're so fucked, man. And and it's terrifying the way that you die. Why do people go into the house? Um, because people move there. Oh, oh, it's oh. a house. Oh, it's just a nice house. It's a nice house. Yeah, sure. It's a very nice. Why house. Why not let weather take the house? <laughs> And it's and so there's been like, fuck, I don't know, maybe like twelve movies. <laughs> there's uh -huh. like twelve grudge movies. Twelve different families move into the house. Um, and I love it because, and I love the series. I love Juon and I love the Grudge. Although the Grudge Two, the American Grudge movie, was no good. But okay. there's there's one that's uh, <laughs> there's one that I actually saw at Fantastic Fest. And I haven't seen it again, but I got to watch it this Halloween. Maybe we could watch it together, Mike. I know it's a scary movie. That's but okay. Tis the season. Tis the season. Uh, but it's called The Grudge versus The Ring. Yeah. 
and it's exactly what you think it is. It's uh-huh. the ring girl versus the grudge girl. So the ring girl moves <laughs> into the house. <laughs> Somebody throws a VHS tape into the house. Into the house, and then it's a battle to the death. <laughs> but the thing I love about all the grudge movies is, is that it always comes down to someone figuring... <laughs> it comes down to someone figuring out that there's a curse... Too many bubbles in that one. <laughs> the bubbles made me feel uncomfortable. Squeep, squeep. Um, it's always about someone going into the house, <clears throat> getting cursed, murdered, and then what follows is someone going, like, researching into why it happened, uh-huh. and then figuring out that there's, like, a terrible curse on the place, and this person is, is uh, uh, murdering anyone who steps into the house. And it's usually a ticking clock device. It's like the person, the main character finds out there's a curse, gets the curse because he or she went into the house. Right. And it's maybe a dirty doorknob that rubbed their eyes. Maybe. And then it's a race to the, it's a race for their lives. Basically. They're trying to figure out how to stop it, how to like stop her from killing them. And spoiler alert, it never works. (laughs) And I love Google. How to stop a curse. I really love that. I do, Mike. I love that no matter what, like every movie is like someone trying to figure it out. And then there's like a really intricate, like, like I think in one of them, this guy or this girl like goes to like a, like an exorcist or something. And they're like a world renowned exorcist and they go in to try to help them. And it like seems like it works. And then, no, it doesn't work. Like, yeah. every time, it's like some new device is brought in to try to stop the grudge and the curse. Yeah. It just doesn't work. So there's like just human, no way to stop there's it. There's no human thing that a, a human being mind could come up with Nothing. to stop Nothing a, can stop it. Otherworldly curse. Yeah, it's just like a curse that will never go away. And in The Grudge versus The Ring, which I don't want to spoil, because you should definitely everyone should watch that. Mm-hmm. This Halloween, I think it's I think it's actually called Sadaku Kayaku versus Sadaku or whatever. Hang on, let me find out the actual title. I think we did a source of it story on this. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> I typed in the Grudge versus the Ring, and I got a news article saying, "What time does the Conor McGregor fight start?" <laughs> Dude, that would be a good UFC fight. Sada- the Grudge versus the Ring? Yeah. Okay, it's called Sadak. <laughs> and then everyone in the arena gets cursed. <laughs> it's called Sada- they, <laughs> they just exit the octagon and kill everyone. And it's in the just, arena. yeah, I love that. It's called Sadako versus Kayako. Uh-huh. And dude, it's like bonkers. It's so, so cool. Why, how do they. Why is one? How does it connect? Well, I love that they're in the same. Yeah, somehow they're in the same universe. VHS tape moves into a spooky house. Um, here's the story about it, really quick. Uh, it's a crossover of the Juon and the Ring series. The film was first teased as an April Fool's joke on April first, twenty fifteen, but was later confirmed on December tenth, twenty fifteen, to be a real production. So someone was like. Someone joked about it, and then everyone freaked the fuck out about uh-huh. it. And then they were like, "Fuck, we gotta make this movie." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just kidding. Up, oh, just kidding again. And two years later, it was released. And you can see it on sh- the streaming sh- site Shutter. Okay. <clears throat> Which was until recently a home improvement site, dude. <laughs> 
This movie's so good. Okay. It's really good. I want to tell you something about it, but I don't know if you want to hear it. Do you want to hear it? I'd like to hear it. Do you remember? Okay, okay. I'm just going to tease this one concept about the movie. Okay. Do you remember the story about the this ring? This is the most casual I've ever seen you sit. Thanks, man. I'm just getting comfy here. <laughs> have you ever seen Have you seen the story? You remember the story of the ring, the ring movies? Yeah. It's like there's a haunted VHS tape. And everybody watches the And tape. if you watch it, you die in seven days. Sure, yes. So um, imagine how that concept could be utilized with all of the current ways that we now have to distribute videos. Right, tape gets uploaded to who's there, who's there. And then the girl from The Ipanema. Grudge is on YouTube in between haunts, right? Because you got to have some downtime in between while you're waiting for a family to move into the house. So she just watches <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> she mm, I would rather not spoil the film. Her YouTube is on in the background while she's killing somebody else and she looks at the screen. <laughs> But it doesn't it bring up all sorts of interesting questions like can the grudge woman watch the video and become cursed with the ring video? Can she will she die in 7 days if she watches? And how about this? Let me let me pose this question for you. Excuse me. Who's that? Excuse me, you're in the wrong office. Let me ask let me pose this question to you, Mike. Could the ring girl become cursed by the grudge by entering the grudge house. And if there's no way to stop the grudge, it could it stop the ring girl? Oh, so they watched the video in the haunted house. I don't house. know. I don't know, man. Did I don't you know see what the happened. Movie? Yes, I did, but I don't want to say. I don't want to say. I'm pay, I'm playing coy here. Okay. Okay. But anyway, it's a very fucking awesome movie and I really enjoyed it. Dude, and... that would be so fucking funny if it was just a grudge movie. And casually, while the family's moving into the house, somebody's watching a video like, oh, did you see somebody posting this <laughs> fucked up video? Is that how it happens? No, no. I oh, wish it well, was. that's great. <coughs> but we can remake it. You want to remake it? Yeah. How hard could it be? Can't be hard at all. Put a greenish filter on everything. We don't have to buy the license to use the characters or anything. No, we'll change the name. We names. can just call it The Curse. A, the cur cur a curse. A curse versus the square. Curse gets the square. <laughs> curse versus square. Curse gets the square. <laughs> I love that the character is called Curse. Watch Kirstie out! Alley. Watch out for Curse. <laughs> curse Douglas. Holy shit, man! That's good. Halloween is a fun time. Yeah, man. And you know I what? Also, like can I say one more thing about the Grudge? Absolutely, and forever. The way that you die from the Grudge, lady, is is real is an incredibly frightening concept. Okay. Um there are, there are versions of the movie where you like you basically see people's bodies after they've been murdered by the grudge woman. Yeah, one of them looks like this. Yeah, you remember that? When so she's you've in seen the, closet? the grudge. Yeah, you've seen it. That's so you so know. fucking funny, man. Dude, that's so f I laughed so hard when you I You laughed that. at that? I when, I when she was in the closet? Me. Yeah. And what is what do they say right before like she fucking she, they said something like she laughed herself to death. That part, that like, part terrifies me. No, it's like her jaws like ripped off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It terrifies me. Oh, I thought. But that here's was the really thing. Funny. So Maybe here's I the thing. Because I was uncomfortable. There is a way. It is a coping mechanism to laugh when you're scared. You thought that real creepy. Um. Excuse me, sir. Wrong building. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was the that was the priest from uh, Beetlejuice <laughs> who does the wedding ceremony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you. <laughs> okay, listen. <clears throat> In the grudge, <laughs> some people, Mike get murdered and you see it happen like okay can let me describe a particular scene to you from the grudge the american version of the grudge it okay. might have happened in juan too but i don't i don't remember in the american version of the grudge there is a woman who went into the house she goes about her day she has no idea what's going on and she goes home that night and weird shit starts happening and it's scary and there's a built up build up of tension and she goes into her bed she gets into her bed yeah. She pulls the covers up. <clears throat> She's ready to go to sleep. And then you hear it. Do you remember the sound the grudge lady makes? It's terrifying. <laughs> no, incorrect. What is it? It's this. That's the one who's crawling up out of the up out of the well. No, that's the ring. Okay, so Grudge Girl makes that. Grudge noise. goes. It's and you know what it is? It's like this weird, like, like strangle noise. It's like being choked to death forever. Yeah, yeah. that's the sound she makes. That's sexy as fuck. It's so terrifying. So here's the thing. <laughs> so you start to hear that sound, and then she, and then she's looking around like, where the fuck is that sound coming from? And then suddenly her sheets start like from the foot of her bed start like someone's crawling up into the sheets yeah. from the under the from like the other side of the bed from the foot of the bed yeah and then someone's just like crawling up between her legs up to like where her face is uh-huh. and it's just and then she like is freaking out and she lifts up the sheet to look at what's coming and it's the grudge lady like face and it's like it's like terrifying oh that's fucked up and then the next thing you see is a wide shot of the bedroom and the sheet just drops and she's gone. Uh-huh. Both of them are gone. Yeah. Oh, problem solved. The girl who was <laughs> cursed is gone yeah. and the grudge lady is gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the fuck did they go? They went to some fucking hell dimension. And like, they don't show that. No, they never show That's it. good. And I, it terrifies me. The idea- And then the movie ends? No, that's just how someone dies at one point in the movie. Okay. And to me, that's so terrifying because it's like, where the fuck did she go? Where did the grudge lady take her? She took her to some fucking like terrifying curse world uh-huh. where she just has to live forever. Or like maybe she just died instantly. But like wherever she went, that concept terrifies me. Yeah, I like that. Maybe they went to a P.F. Chang's. Um... Maybe they went to a Costco. It's not. Maybe she took her to a Outback Steakhouse. It just doesn't seem as scary. Those things don't seem as scary. You know what but I mean? But the thing is, is we didn't see it. We don't know. You're 100% right. Fuck. Uh, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. 
I got to be honest with you. I'm trying to do something that's not What's going on, man? Are you okay? I was trying to look up something uh, to talk about, and we have, you know, we don't like to get political on this show. <laughs> no, 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 no. We stay away from politics. Which we will. We definitely will. But there is a... Uh, before you talk about this, you want me to jump into the some ads? Yeah, I might as well because I don't want to spend a lot of time. On okay, that. I don't either. But we don't. We shouldn't talk about politics. We shouldn't. But I think we have to talk about the particular. I think I know what you're going to say. It's what I talked to you about before. I know. I think uh, I know. Adam Gill I think guy? I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Adam Gill. Go ahead. All right. I don't even like saying his name. Got a couple spots. Or you can use me as an example for a candy addiction. You can use me as an example for a candy addiction. You can. I'm a big fan of whatever that was. <laughs> I like that a lot. Guys, I want to thank our sponsor, Blue Apron. Ding, ding, ding. Honk, honk. Weep. Other, other ones. Blue Apron has been a proud sponsor of Dynamic Banter for quite some time. We love Blue Apron. Mike and I have used them and have had delicious meals. One time I made a zest. Um, guys, here's how Blue Apron works. You choose chef design recipes. They deliver the fresh, seasonally inspired ingredients, and then you cook incredible meals in as little as mm, 20 minutes, and you let Blue Apron do the meal prep for you. Because guess what? Every week, at least three recipes built with your busy schedule in mind where Blue Apron has done the meal prep for you are prepared. Their sauces, spices, ingredients, everything you need, quick and easy recipe options with insanely delicious flavors, perfectly portioned ingredients delivered right to your door, you can skip the meal planning and get straight to cooking with Blue Apron. Get rid of your grocery list, throw it in a goddamn trash, and let Blue Apron do the meal prep for you. And you can choose your recipes based on your schedule. And Blue Apron offers a range of recipes bursting with flavor. Whether you're looking for quick and easy meals or a full culinary cooking experience, Blue Apron lets you choose from a range of recipe options. Like tomato and basil pesto pizza with roasted cauliflower. How about some stir-fried sweet chili chicken? Mmm, I'm fucking starving. <laughs> Seared steaks and homemade steak sauce with marinated potatoes and sautéed carrots. Honestly, please. Seared beef dumplings and jasmine rice. I want them all, and so do you. So, guys, check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free at blueapron.com. That's three meals Three full delicious meals for free at blueapron.com slash banter. That's blueapron.com slash banter. Get your first three meals free. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Great job, Steve. I'm legitimately hungry now. I'm so hungry. Why do they have the same thing in the hot bar in every day? Every day. I haven't been there for months because we moved. And I went um, before I came here yesterday. Yeah. And it was the same shit. I know. I do like that. that they're making dumplings now, though. Have you gotten the dumplings? They are making... I, I have the... Uh, the little tray of dumplings? Yeah, those are great. They're so good. Those are real great. I haven't had the pork ones, but I've had the chicken The chicken ones. They're real Try good. the pork ones. Have you tried the pork ones? Yeah. Are they good? Yeah. Guys, I want to um, thank our next sponsor, Quip. 
Guys, Quip is a proud sponsor of Dynamic Banter. Mike Falzona and I use Quip on the daily. I used it just about an hour ago before I came into the office today to record this episode you're listening to right now. Um, Quip is a part of my daily life. It's my it's my second or third favorite thing to put in my mouth is my Quip toothbrush. Now, what is Quip, you're asking? Well, let me set it up for you this way. One of the most important things we do for our health every day is brushing our teeth, yet yeah. most of us don't do it properly. Or at all. Quip is a better electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers. Together, Quip was designed to make brushing your teeth more simple. Excuse me, let me play this keyboard really quick. That legitimately is the smallest keyboard I've ever seen in my life. How are you even hitting one key at a time? Oh, I didn't see it was a double-decker keyboard. <laughs> Quip was designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. Uh, I love Quip. It, it goes with me everywhere. I travel with it. I brush my teeth with it. It's my morning baby and my nighttime gal. And that's the only time I brush my teeth twice a day. <laughs> I only brush my teeth once, twice a day. Once, maybe twice. <laughs> you know what I love about it are those sensitive sonic vibrations. They're gentle enough on your sensitive gums. And uh, people brush too hard, Mike. And some electric toothbrushes, uh, they're just too abrasive. Uh-huh. They're motors. They're motors in your mouth. I know. Motor it's it's a nightmare. And But Quip has a built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides. And guess what? It's a gentle little zip. It's really nice. It's a little zip. It's really nice. And it's very, very nice. So, guys, uh, I love Quip. Mike loves Quip. Why don't you give it a shot? A uh, couple and- different colors to choose from now, I think. They yeah, have that dynamite yeah silver. I love that. I want a new color. Golden boy. I, I love my color, but I want a new color. Yeah, I okay. want a new color because I love them so much. I just want all of them. I want to collect them all. Then you could brush for the morning and at night once. Oh, I can use a different color for different days of the week. You could do them both at the same time in the middle of the day. God bless you, Mike. And so Quip just starts at $25. That's right, $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash banter, Get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's right. That's your first refill pack free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash banter. Get your Quip brush and get your nice teeth going and get, how about this? Make a nice good breath smell down on everyone you talk to. Steve, you made me feel so great with that ad read. I don't even want to. I don't even want to talk about the semi-serious stuff. We don't have to bring it down. I mean, we we do have a responsibility. We don't have to bring it down. Bring it down. Um, you know about Adam Gill? Have you heard? Um, all I hear all day is Adam Gill. A lot of people talking about it around this office. Yes, in fact, we were writing news stories yesterday, uh-huh. and uh, Elliot pitched. A couple of Adam Gill jokes. Is that right? Yeah, and it was just like. You think it's that widespread yet? Well, I mean, I think we. I think. Well, yeah. I mean, everybody's talking about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, the thing is, is like, uh, definitely, 
our Twitter timelines are filled with it. So sure. that's and that's the kind of stuff we we talk about sometimes in the news thing. But imagine there's an Adam Gill joke in the next episode. I like that. Yeah. Imagine how outrageous you have to because this guy's from a small t- Chapman, Connecticut. Yeah. He's running for office, local <laughs> office in Chapman, Connecticut. Yeah. yeah. And uh, think about how outrageous and how outlandish the things that you're trying to do have to be to penetrate the Twitter sphere. Well, and especially in Connecticut, does this feel close to home to you? Um, it used to. How many little kids are in your office right now? One of them is a ghost. <laughs> For sure. Uh, um, I just feel like shit bringing him up at all. Yeah. But we should at least, I mean, if you're listening to this in Connecticut and you're anywhere around Chapman, it's so important to go out and vote. Oh, man. It's so important to vote everywhere. You hear about the things that this guy is trying to do. He's not yeah. very good to women. Well, and this, the, the what, is, what was that thing they were talking about the other day with the schools? Like, there was just this, there was this thing where it was like, no parents in schools. No parents ever in school. Yeah. What a weird thing. Only kids. Even it's, the teachers? Well, I think that they were doing teens as teachers, which yeah. I think is so weird. Teen teachers? Well, they're saying that no parents in schools means no perversions, no nothing perverted happening. Sure. But I think teens are just about, I think teens are more perverted than most adults. Oh, absolutely. And they don't have the life experience. No. And they can't possibly have the knowledge to teach younger kids. Yeah. My, the fucked up thing that, that I heard was that he's talking about anytime a woman talks in public, men are should be making a, a fart noise mm-hmm. mid conversation to cut them off. That was one of his. That was one of his campaign. It's on the poster, and I don't think that's fair. Yeah, I think that's. I think it's. I think women have a lot of good things to say. The thing is, is that I know most of the women in my life are strong and and um. And, and very independent and and you know they don't take they're sassy women they're strong sassy women yeah and i don't think that they would i don't think they'd be bothered by it i think it's an, i think it's awful like i'm saying it's awful that it's that it's something that this man is promoting yeah. that this man is saying do yeah and it's giving people permission to do that and it's yeah. making them feel like well if a politician says it if a politician's doing it i can do it hey this guy talks like us this guy talks like us and i think it's like if you're going to make fart sounds when a woman is talking, first of all, disrespectful. Second of all, I think most of the women in my life would just laugh and walk away. Yeah. Laugh at their face. And hopefully- You're those, not worth my time. Those women go to the voting booths. I think those women will go to the voting booths. The, another thing that I don't understand yeah. is the, Was it the swimming thing? The swimming thing. Yeah. Which is tough. Not I think that I'm a, not that I'm even an avid swimmer. Yeah. Or you can't swim most of the months out of the year in Connecticut, but it's still fucked up. Well, it's weird that like- I think it's weird because they're talking about using tax dollars to build 17 pools. <laughs> right next to each other. <laughs> you bring up a good point, Steve. And it's like. Wait, like Why how not much just make one? What about what about one big one pool? One big pool. That actually sounds pretty nice. It is interesting though that there's. I mean, it's just too many pools. I think and seventeen but people, pools. But people want it. 
you know they're gonna the tweets gonna... are all like all the tweets are like give us our pools but there's so much good parking in chapman i don't yeah. know if you've ever been have you ever been to the northeast just search chapman the hashtag 17 pools right now on twitter Hashtag 17 pools. You'll see so much shit. People want it. So much weird water shit. Did you People hear about the, the separate water fountain thing? Oh, no. There's a separate water fountain for no. other water fountains. And I'm like, dude, a water fountain can't even drink out of a water It's fountain. water fountains only. And there's a sign. It says water fountains They only. mocked up a sign. This water fountain's only for other water fountains. Well, I think that this person's a little bit... I mean, obviously, there's this person seems... And I'm not... I'm just armchair... Yeah, I'm, we're I'm not just being an armchair therapist. This isn't here. a political podcast. No, and I just think it's one of those things where it's like, obviously, this man sounds like he's a little bit um, unstable, a little unwell, a little left of center. Um, I think that I, there was another one that was like loud planes. Yeah, louder planes, louder planes. He wants. He wants louder planes. And who wants that? He says that when he was a kid, he used to hear loud planes, and it reminded him of his childhood. He said, he, in a speech, he said, if you're not frightened by a plane, what's the point? And he said, every time I hear a loud plane, it reminds me of being home with mama. And so what's well, that's what he wants. He wants loud planes. And he wants planes louder, so that no matter where you are, you're going to hear them. And I think it's going to disrupt the entertainment industry more, more than anything. I also... Uh, you know, I, I, I think you're right. I think it's, it's terrible. I, I think all the production's going to move out of Connecticut. Uh, they have that big tax break. Now they got louder planes. I just think that if they're bringing more planes in and they're making them louder, I think there's a better way to spend money. I do. I guarantee that there is. So it's so important to get out to the voting polls, the booths. It's so important to get to a booth and poll. Even if that booth that you're in doesn't have a voting machine in it, it's so important to get out to the polls and vote. If you're going to get into a booth, make sure there's a poll. Make sure there's a poll in the booth. Make sure Nicole's in the booth. Do we have a history road? Uh, I do have a history road that I want to read very quickly. I'm sorry we have to cut this episode a little bit short, guys, uh, because there's, there's uh, there, you know... Uh, uh, Let's talk a little bit about Adam Gill. All right, here we go. Adam fucking Gill. I'm not voting for him. This dude wants tacos in every Italian restaurant. It doesn't make any sense. History. History. This history road comes from Kuhn... Uh, Kunwar Gabby, KG, response to Mike. Hello, you two beautiful bastard BB boys. I wanted to sincerely apologize to Mike. I would, in fact, like to throw myself under the bus for throwing Mike under the bus for when I threw Steve under the bus for having the mic stand in front of Steve's face. Mike, I hope you accept my apology, even though you telling me to suck a dick was hilarious. <laughs> You know what Zoya said? Zoya said that anytime I tell someone to eat a dick, it's funny because she knows that I mean it. Like there's so many yeah, insults you totally mean it. that I don't like you just throw out there and they don't necessarily mean anything. But when it gets to the point where you're like, dude, eat a dick. Yeah, eat a dick. <laughs> go go eat a dick. Yeah. Even though you telling me to suck a dick was hilarious <laughs> and made my entire day. 
by the way, I revisited episode 44, Red Boobs, and I was wondering... (laughs) I was wondering whatever happened to the tank drum. I feel like it's due for another appearance, especially since it cost Steve a whopping $300 dues. We had a tank drum? Oh, the... The The, like... Yeah, actually, if you watch Valley Folk stuff, which clearly you don't, KG... Um, or maybe it hasn't gone up yet. That might be my bad. We I bring, I play the tank drum on a on an episode of your show, and I think it's here in the office. Mm-hmm. We'll bring it back. You know what Adam Gill said about steel drums? Oh no, that they always have to be played at, at the dentist office while you're in the. T- <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys! Shout out to Owen's white T-shirt one time. <laughs> Thank you so much, KG, for that email. Um, all right, well, th- let's cut it short, Mike. I'm sorry we have to cut this one short. I feel bad. That's okay. Don't feel bad. But, uh, Mike, you want to plug? Uh, yeah, man. My, uh, You can go on my website to find any uh, stand-up things that are coming out. Also, thank you so much for ordering the, the spooky, drippy, dynamic banter yeah. Halloween t-shirt. Can we get some? Do we get some? We got to talk to Byron. Uh, but you'll get those. Everyone who ordered those, they're completely sold out, so thank you very much. But everyone who ordered one will get theirs before Halloween, so you can go out as a person in a Dynamic Banter t-shirt for Halloween. You'll get yours. Oh, you'll. we'll make sure you'll get yours. <laughs> <laughs> Is it freezing fucking cold in here? Yeah, it's nice, though. Okay, like good, that. good. It's, I can feel through my jeans, and that's never a good thing. Hell yeah, that kind of cold that seeps um, in through your jeans. Guys, you can catch me uh, in Rocky Horror Hipster Show, which is a, a, a modern retelling of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's going to be so fucking fun, and rehearsals have been insane. These are incredibly talented people that I'm working with, insanely talented people, and I'm not even... I, I cannot believe how talented these people are. And uh, if you want to check that out, it's free three free shows. It's only three shows. October 25th, 26th, and 27th at 9 p.m. at three clubs in Los Angeles. And um, that's at 1123 Vine Street, if you're writing that down. But also... I'll, I'll post a bunch of stuff on my socials as we get closer, but it's going to be a real good time. So if you've never seen Rocky Horror Picture Show live, this is you're going to want to see this because it's absolutely batshit bonkers, and I play several roles, and it's a lot of fun. So please come to that. Nice. That's real nice. Mike, uh, anything you want, anything else you want to plug? Oh, the Friends and Friends show is on the 20th. Oh, fun. And that's always a fun show. There's tickets for that on Eventbrite. Is that a crowd work show or is that yeah, just a regular yeah, yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, those yeah. are so fun. I love yeah. those. Uh, so go to MikeFalzone.com. Are you going to be around those. in November? Yeah. Let's do a live dynamic banter. I would love that. Let's do it. Please. Right. I would okay. love that. Okay. So guys, mark your calendars just for every day for in November. November. Yeah. <laughs> just write dynamic banter in yeah. black marker across all of November. <laughs> and, and don't leave your house until we tell you to. And send us your pictures of that on Instagram yeah. and we'll we'll repost them for Ooh, you. Also, I'll be in Nashville on the 5th. Cool, man. At Olin Rogers' place. Uh, oh, that's really rad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, really yeah. rad. Well, I want to talk about that. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to Dynamic Banter. We appreciate you all very much, and we'll catch you next time on the show. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>